What's up, y'all? It's Friday, and the CEO of Building Books is here with yet another phenomenal Black author, y'all. You all are in for a treat. We have with us tonight author Sierra Dean. Um, of course, as you all know, I am the CEO of Building Books, Latifah Bryant. I take pride in helping African Americans close the gap between where they are and where they want to be as writers. Uh, my goal is to close the gap between African Americans and traditional publishing companies. And like I said, we have an amazing, amazing author as well as publisher on the line with us this Friday, Missy Dean, please let the people know who you are. How are you? Hi, I am wonderful. I am Sierra Dean. I'm author, writer, um, publishing coach, marketing strategies for authors. I am just um, happy to be in the presence. So I'm just happy to be here. Hi, everybody. Awesome, awesome. And we are so happy to have you here. Um, so tell us a little bit about your passions. And um, when did you realize you had a passion to become a writer and publisher? It was funny is, is that I actually never had a passion for like books at all. Um, my mom actually, she was in a ton of book clubs. And I was always a fan of reading books that had a purpose. So she was a fan of book clubs that had um, like like fiction books. But I was more so like, mama, why are you going to these book clubs and it's like about fiction? So I just couldn't understand or grasp why she was even like going there and doing all this. So um, just fast forward to 20, I would say 2015. In 2015, a little, a little bit of time before 2015, I actually became very depressed. I was literally just crying myself to sleep. I, my heart felt broken. I was just, I was miserable. And I was on a path to just trying to find myself. So I had a friend that was basically asking me, okay, Sierra, what are you doing with yourself? I'm like, I don't even know. Have you ever... So if anybody's listening, like, have you ever felt like you were just getting up every day, catering to other people, catering to your friends, catering to your family members, Mm -hmm. but you just feel like you don't have a purpose set out for yourself? And you just, I I just felt like I was just living, but but I wasn't necessarily just fulfilling who I needed to be. So um, it was one weekend, I literally was crying like all, all day. It was, it was so bad. Um, and I, I literally found myself like crocheting, um, sewing. I was bedazzling sunglasses. I was doing so much trying to figure out what is it that Sierra wants to do? What is it that Sierra likes to do? I was literally on a mission trying to find my purpose. And I, I seemed, it seemed like I could not find it. I was like, why, how can I fulfill myself? And um, that one weekend, it was like God just set me down and made me be with myself. I don't know if anybody ever been there, been in that place. I'm sure somebody that's listening has been there before where you've been on the go, on the go, on the go, constantly and you just haven't sat down 
And during that weekend of me just crying my heart out, um, I was able to sit down because literally what's funny is nobody called me that weekend or anything. Um, it was kind of weird. But it was only a notebook and pen on the table. And I just started writing. I was I was just super depressed. I was crying as I was writing. I started writing in poetry. I did not even know that I wrote poetry. Um, till this day, I'm like blown away that I was writing like that. And since then, I just been writing. It was some time before 2015. I cannot remember like the exact year, but my strongest poem came out in 2015. And in 2016, that's when I made the decision to start having journaling workshops because I knew that as an individual that was not able to express myself, that did not know who I was every day, I just needed to find who I was. I knew that journaling, writing was that path to just understanding oneself. So I started holding these journaling workshops and I had a coach at the time and she was like, well, Sierra, put your journals in a book and I'm like why would I put my personal life in a book like I'm going up here talking to people letting them know about me but she made a very good point that in order for people to open up to me I needed to open up to them more so that's what I did I put my journals in a book and I called my first book the mountains that made me it was from the songs it was it's a gospel song called um what is it called um it's it's a mountain song every mountain for every mountain that's the name of the song and yeah i used to listen to that song all the time and that song like got me through so many dark nights and um from there i just knew that my calling was to help people heal through writing and between the time of 2016 to 2018, I published, but uh, well, actually it was 2017-ish, I published three books just to get it out. And once I was able to get everything out of my system on paper and publish it, I felt, I felt so free. I love it. I love it. Um, you definitely touched on some important things and I can definitely relate to just feeling like, you know, God, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? And my gift was literally at my fingertips this whole time. So um, I think that's, you know, that's important. Sometimes we look, you know, externally, we're looking everywhere, trying to find our purpose and trying to find what it is that we're supposed to be doing. And the whole time it's within us. Um, so I definitely appreciate you for sharing that. And Lord knows I love that song, honey, for every mountain you brought me over. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so glad that you found your purpose um, through writing. Absolutely. Now, what advice would you give someone that says, you know what, Sierra, like that's cool and all, but I'm ready to give up. You know, I, I, I'm ready to give up. Like what advice would you give that person? Um, the advice I would give them is don't give up. What I did leave out was the reason I had a notebook and pen on the table is because I wrote a suicide note to, I was just ready to give up. That was the reason why I had that notebook 
and pen on that table because that suicide note was me giving up. I was just um, just ready to call it quits, and because I just could, I I just felt like I was just living for nothing. And I would tell that person, um, don't give up, because even though you are living in the darkness, even though you don't see the light, it's always like you just have to sit there with yourself and just try to figure it out, because God will not leave you, even though it's so cliche to say, but he will not leave you. And the thing is, is that you have to think about in order to grow and appreciate that next level, you must go through some hard times. You must be able to just be down in the trenches, be down in the dirt to be able to know that there is a God that can actually bring you out. But then you, you will be able to appreciate that light that you see. You won't just always be in the light all the time, but then you will be able to just come out and help somebody else because in the end, it's not always about, about you. It's about who are you assisting as you go along the journey and the path. So it can be you um, holding your hand with somebody else, just guiding them through it because you already went through it. And sometimes we just need to... Um, just let other people know our testimony because we did not go through it just to be going through it. So don't give up. Um, the time is not to give up. There's a lot of things going on in the world, but just just don't give up on you. Listen, I know that's right. I'm just going to snap to that because, honey, when I tell you, beat me. So my first book, of course, um, as many of you know, it's called Speak the Night After I Killed Myself. And, you know, I'm that author that did a bold move and put a gun to my head for the world to see right on the cover. Um, and I received so much like backlash after I did it, you know, but. I had to learn how to change the narrative because I realized that while, um, you know, suicide may not be your story, that may not have happened to you, but it is a real thing. You know, my first book was my suicide letter, right? I was like, you know what, like, I'm, I'm just done. And then the more I wrote my letters and the more I wrote my journals and my notes and everything, um, I really started to really heal myself. I mean, I just, I want people to know that writing is definitely healing happening on paper, Sierra. Um, I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that you did not give in. You know, I'm so grateful that you were able to keep going beyond any type of suicide letter. Um, and like I tell people, you know, the suicide thoughts, you know, they may still come, but you have to know how to deal with them. You have to know how to speak back to them. You have to know how to move those mountains. And honest to God, like my first book, just being able to see all the letters and the things that I wrote and knowing that I did not give in is just amazing. Like I was holding the book this morning, just thanking God, like, God, I thank you, you know? And I went through a period where I was angry with everybody. Like I was angry with God. I was angry with, you know, just everything that I talked about in the first book. But like you said, I had to understand, you know, God was still God. Like a lot of things happened 
um that year a lot of things happened this week but guess what god was still god so i appreciate you for um sharing that experience with us and i'm telling you anyone who's listening to this if you are thinking about giving up honey now is not the time like i said you know i'll be happy to help you um, experience that healing that happens on paper sierra also can help you you know definitely we hope that you are moved by our story because I mean, y'all, suicide is not the answer. It's 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 just not. And I'm so grateful, so, so, so grateful for my, you know, my career as a writer because it, it really saved my life. It, it really, truly saved my life. And I always say that too. I'm always like, writing really saved my life. And I did not, I was not a person that was open to writing. It literally saved my relationships with people it saved my relationship with so many different people because I was not that person that was openly communicative I was always suppressing my feelings for other people and writing was a way to let it out and open that gate that I had and I was able to say, okay, since I had this conversation with myself, now I'm actually able to speak it out loud. And um, a lot of people don't use that. They don't get that pen and paper out and just write. And the thing is, is that you don't have to keep it. You can write and tear it up if you want to. You can write and burn it if you want to. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, she um, she writes her in her journal and it's all like negative things. That she, if she has like negative thoughts, she writes it out and then she'll burn it because she like just want to get rid of it. So it's, it's just how you want to go about doing that. Um, I, I write and I go back and read it because I just want to see, oh my gosh, I was in that place. I was in that place. Sometimes you just got to remind yourself because we get so caught up in the moment of um, like on social media, everybody just showing all the accomplishments and everything that they doing, all the glamorous things that they doing, but it's not all about the congratulations and you are beautiful and things like that. People like hurt. So in that moment, sometimes you just got to go back and be like, dang, I did go through that. Let me appreciate it. Let me appreciate what God gave me right now. Let me appreciate it. Let me not take for granted what I got going on. Hey, and I so, 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 so agree with that. Absolutely. Um, We definitely have to just take moments, you know, to just experience gratitude for where we are, for where we've been, as well as where we're going. So, um, Sierra, I know that you said that you've written a, a few books, but could you tell us how many books you've written all together and which is your favorite, if you have one? My favorite is actually my first one because it was dear to my heart. I was still nervous when I put it out. It's called The Mountains That Made Me. And my first book signing, I literally invited only my friends and family because there was a lot of things in that book that I didn't tell anybody. And everybody, I didn't mean to have this happen, but everybody was crying. People were like mad at themselves. I'm like, don't be mad at yourself. I was going through it. I didn't speak up. So that book is just, um, it's just near and dear to my heart because it helped me to just open up 
and be able to express who I was without any shame. You know how when you, I'm sure you had this feeling. So when you first wrote your book and you finished writing it, it's in the publishing process, it's about to come out, and now you got everybody reading it, even the people from, like, the people, the, the guys I grew up with, like, from the hood, they like, yeah, you wrote this book, oh my gosh. So it was just, <laughs> it, it was just amazing just to see, like, they was like, oh my gosh, you can do it, I can do it, it was so crazy. But it, it was a liberating moment. It was so liberating. I felt, I, I didn't even feel like I was hiding anymore. You know, and yeah, that's my favorite one. My um, the other one is called Ashes of the Past, and Ashes of the Past is more of a advanced me. Is where I came and and where I'm going, where I'm headed, and things like that. But definitely, um, the mountains that made me that was it. But the other one is called um journal prompt it's a journal prompt notebook for kids and it's just basically um just for fun and I did that because I was having journaling workshops for kids and yeah kids need to journal as well so um that book is for the kids just so they can start journaling finding a different way to have fun just writing like it's little quirky questions in there that they can ask themselves because journaling is not all about the sadness and what you've been through and all that. It, you can also just write down how your day was, um, mm-hmm. how you feeling, what you like to do because, you know, some of that stuff change, change along the line. You never know. But, um, I mean, yeah. And then the last one, I actually didn't publish this one, but it is a, um, a purpose journal. I plan on getting getting it published in 2022 just because I got it just sitting there. So um, it's a purpose journal, just taking people through what I went through essentially to find my purpose. Um, and it's like four different journaling workshops all in one. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's amazing. Um, and shout out to you, especially for the kids journal, because I know that I kept a journal as a child and I don't really remember like journals that were catered or marketed to me. So I think that's interesting. I think that's amazing. Um, I'm getting ready to roll out my children's book line. So I'm definitely excited to be able to just give back to the children even more um, because they definitely have stories to tell. Um, They definitely also, you know, need that time to reflect and get away from technology and social media because it's like my slogan is, you know, just to help me make reading cool again. Um, So I definitely want our kids to, you know, still fall in love with reading and especially African-American children, um, just seeing, you know, Black cartoon characters, seeing Black authors like ourselves, you know, just paving the way for them. Um, because I know a lot of children, they enjoy reading, but, you know, they sometimes get picked on, you know, they get called nerds and things of that nature. So I think it's up to us to show them that, hey, you know, it's, it's okay. You can definitely make reading 
cool again. You know, you can definitely still be who you are and still be a phenomenal author as well as a publisher. So um, I love it. I absolutely love it. I definitely adore what you're doing. Now, how can the people get in touch with you? What's your social media? Where can they find you? So you can find, I'm mainly on Facebook. I'm a Facebook person. Um, I love Facebook. I need to venture out into the other world. <laughs> but um, if you want, you can find me on my personal page. It's Sierra Dean. It's S-I-E-R-R-A Dean. And my, uh, you can also just follow me at Dean Diaries. That's Dean Diaries. Um, if you just find me on Facebook, I'll pop up. But I'm also on LinkedIn as well as Dean Diaries. My website is um, DeanDiaries.com. So everything is Dean Diaries. If you need to find me, just type in Dean Diaries. I will pop up. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not that hard to find at all. Awesome. And do you have Instagram as well? Yes, my Instagram is Dean Diaries. So it's Dean underscore diaries. And that is my um, that's my Instagram. My Facebook is just Dean Diaries. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn is Sierra Dean. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, awesome. Y'all make sure y'all give author Sierra Dean a follow. You know, this is going to be my new author bestie, my author publisher sister, because honey, this publishing game, it gets real. It gets real. Like I tell mm -hmm. my clients, y'all, please come to me confident. And if you ain't confident, and by the time you leave from publishing with me, you will be confident because you have to know that, you know, this is something that you want to do. And and um, yeah, I, it's it's definitely worth it. So it's definitely worth it. Now, do you, um, what type of books do you publish? Do you have a specific genre or tell us more about your publishing company? Uh, my genre is normally people that have a testimony. And I'm always looking for somebody that is willing to share or openly ready to share like their story. I've had a couple authors turn um like turn a story into a fiction book so so because they wanted they wanted to write and share their story but they wanted to put a twist on it at the same time so yeah and that was that that's like crazy and it's like fun at the same time because it's like makeup and you know do what you mm -hmm. want to do in your own book and your own story but I'm more so catering to people that just want to share and build up other people. You got to be willing to build up other people. And I've noticed every time an author is done writing a book, is published, it's a different type of, of uh, they sit up different. They just hold their head differently. They're like my last author. She was just like, I put all this information in my book and people calling me still talking about the past she's like I'm not there anymore she's like I'm just not there anymore I'm over it I I've I healed and, and writing is just the way it's healing but you got to remember for anybody that's listening that may be considering like writing a book or publishing if you already wrote your book and you want on a way to publishing just got to remember that once it's actually out there 
and people like your family members, your close friends, they may still be in that place where they have not gotten over what happened or 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 what occurred back then. But then since you wrote it and now you feel you are gone, like you just done with it. You like, okay, I'm not there no more. So just gotta be ready for those type of conversations um, when they arrive and, and just be ready to have those conversations because they go happen. They are gonna happen. Um, sometimes people have those conversations before the book comes out. So they'll go back to that person and be like, well, I put this in, in the book. I just wanted to let you know just so that as they reading it, they won't be crying or having all these questions floating in the back of their head and they pick up the phone and call you in the midst of them just reading everything. So you just got to be really ready for that moment and know how you go, you know, navigate through it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I can definitely agree as well as attest to that. My um, my closest friends and family called me like in the middle of my book, like, girl, I can't finish this. Girl, I didn't know you was going through that. And so I definitely try to tell my um, authors as well, like, even though you may have leveled up from this already, people are still going to have questions. So, you know, before you put this in a book, you have to make sure that this is something that you're ready to um, um, revisit but like I tell them as well it's okay to look down that dark hole again just make sure you don't fall in it because the purpose of publishing your book right is to show how you overcame um, and I'm glad you said that you like to publish books, you know, for people that have testimonies, because I say that as well. Like, I don't like to publish pain books like we can we can address the pain and we can talk about what you went through. But, honey, we need to have a happy ending. And if you don't have a happy ending before you come to me, then by the time we finish your book, you absolutely will. Because, I mean, I just I need writers and authors to know like this is not the end yes we went through this yes we overcame this and now we are going to you know share it with the world but we can't be out here embarrassed by our stories you know we can't um, omit things because some people just did us so wrong and we don't want to talk about it and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think there's a quote by Anne Lamont, which I love. Um, she says, if people wanted you to write warmly about them, then they should have treated you better. So I definitely try to get them to understand that, you know, speak your truths. Speak your truths and be prepared for what is to come. So um, I still, even to this day, like you said, I know I've healed from a lot of my past, a lot of things that I wrote about in my first book. But to this day, I still get questions about it. And I'm always prepared to answer. So um, kudos to you, Arthur Sierra Dean, honey, for just, you know, paving the way for writers, your writers, the people who come to publish, you know, with you and for you. Um, yeah. I definitely, definitely, definitely love what you're doing. Thank you. I love what you're doing too because it's um, it, it's just great to know that somebody else is out there wanting to just help other people because you already felt that we both could have wrote our book and just went on about our way, but we both yeah. had that that just sense like we needed to do more because we knew where how it helped us and where it got us. And um, I just love that, that we both sharing this same passion to help people, to heal, 
through writing and um, just helping others, readers to heal as well through reading. And and yeah, I'm just so happy that I found you <laughs> and I'm over here talking to you. It is it's such a liberating experience. Absolutely, absolutely, and likewise because. It gets lonely, man. Sometimes you feel like you're out here on this island and it's like, well, Lord, what in the world have I done? And especially with my first book, like I published it, like I wrote it at like 22 and 23 and then I published it at 25. And so I'm looking back now at 28, like, girl, what in the world did you do? <laughs> but, you know, without that one book, I wouldn't even be here today. Right. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have a platform such as the Build Your Own Book podcast. I wouldn't have my own publishing company. Um, and like I tell people, it started with one book, one vision and 50,000 pins because Lord knows I cannot keep up with my pins. <laughs> um, but I'm so, 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 so grateful that we did not give up. And I know that your story is going to continue to touch so many women and I know that we are going to be booked and busy. I'm claiming it for us for 2020 yes, and beyond. <laughs> I actually, um, I actually made a vow, a vow to myself in 2020. I was like, I just want to create best-selling authors, and I was like, that's all I'm gonna create is best-selling authors. Mm-hmm. And when I made that vow to myself, I've only been creating best-selling authors. Like I've got like science down packed you can come to me like today and want to publish in november december i can get you to become a best-selling author like that is my specialty now so Mm -hmm. i just love that i'm able to give people that 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 space to just share their story write their story but then go even further and get more readers out there because you know if you on amazon bestseller people more people gonna see you and then exactly. a lot of people want to get that those credentials. I wasn't able to get those credentials when I first published because I ain't, I didn't even I was like I don't even I just wanted to write my book. Right. <laughs> so now I'm able to help other people get those credentials, and it feels so good. It feels like I'm becoming a bestseller every time somebody else becomes a bestseller. So okay. I really really love that. Listen, y'all heard out the Sierra Dean. Please, please, please shop with her, honey. Please shop with her because yes, that Amazon bestseller list is where you want to be, honey, because it is definitely great for exposure and it just looks great. It looks great on your, your portfolio, your resume. Um, it's definitely an amazing feeling. So um let me ask you this though. What do you like to do outside of writing? Like, what are you normally doing when you're not writing? Well, I have a um, a two-year-old, so he keeps me very busy. Um, I'm normally just trying to find different activities for him. Um, at first, like, when he wasn't here, I'm a, I'm a person that loves being outside. So I like hiking. I like, I love going to wineries, um, just taking walks through the park. I'm more like a person. I just love being outside, honestly. Like anything Same. outside, I'm there. I I will go down like on the riverfront, anywhere near some water. Like this, I I don't know. I love being outside. I'm not a person that like watching TV. Um, I binge watch something, but it's it's very limited on the shows I binge watch. But yeah, I love being outside. And then I got a dog. <laughs> 
So I think that's like another reason just for me to say I'm going outside because I got to take him on a walk or something. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? Oh, I love dogs. <laughs> a sheep poo, a shih tzu poodle mix. Yes. I had yes. a dog. I had a shih tzu and poodle mix. Rest in peace, Coco. She was my heart. So um, I'm with you on that. And I love the beach, honey. I love going outside and I love the beach. I love me some water. So um, I love it. Maybe we can put together some sort of event, some sort of retreat, you know, who knows? We yes, can- I've actually already got a retreat in mind. So okay. we can come up with this retreat together and yes. get it popping because, yeah, I already got it in mind. So whatever you got, we can just combine it and, and there we go. I love but it. I- yeah, I love nature. I love it. I love it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, tell the people one more time, where can they connect with you on social media just for those who are just now tuning in? Find me on Facebook. That is where I'm mainly active at Sierra Dean. It's S-I-E-R-R-A in my personal page. Uh, I also have a, um, a Facebook group, which is called Write publish sell more books and it's a private facebook group if you are interested you know you just join on in with us it's a free facebook group and i'm also on instagram or you can find me on facebook on my business pages follow me at dean diaries on instagram it's dean underscore diaries and i'm on you can also find my website dean diaries you can just go to Google and type in Dean Diaries and I'll pop up. I try to make it as simple as possible. Simple as possible. And um, yeah, Dean Diaries is because, you know, my last name, Dean. But I was like, I actually published my diary. <laughs> okay. Like, wow. I published my diary. Yes, yeah. that's so bold. That is bold. I did the exact same thing. So listen, y'all ain't ready for yeah. us because we ain't got enough. Not at all. <laughs> right. If we publish our diary, shoot, what else can you have on us? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing that we've been through that could be used against us, honey. Because like I love to tell people, I already aired out all my dirty laundry, honey. So just read about it. If you want to know about it, you're going to have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, before we go, I just want to know, um, just for my listeners, because we love to talk a lot about like self-love and self-care. And I truly feel like writing is a form of self-care. How important is it that people find like self-love and passion in their life um, in order for everything to just flow and make sense? It's very important. So I'm going to just give an example for myself. This past, this past week, this past like month has been like, it's been, it's been, it's been rough. And um, sometimes we get like in a cloudy space where we just don't know what to do or even like what route to take or just like, just, just want to give up. So it's up to you to try to figure out What's going to get you out of that funk? Some, some things that I do, I actually have, it's an app that I have on my phone. It's called Insight Timer. Some people may have, I think the app is called Headspace, I think. 
But Insight Timer is the app that I have. It's a meditation. So I listen to meditation music as I go to sleep because I notice that every time I listen to meditation music, I sleep peacefully. If I don't turn it on, then I don't sleep as peaceful. Because as a as an entrepreneur, as a like as an entrepreneur, my mind is always racing. And I never really I'm never able to just lay down and go to sleep. So I just turn on my meditation music. Um, another way is what I do is listen to like podcasts like this and just get some uh, some just just insight to know okay I'm not in this space alone. I also listen to um, like guided meditation as well. But journaling, um, I actually, like, that's still my thing. Like, I still got a journal. And it's also a book that I want to tell everybody about. It's called Believe Bigger. Believe Bigger by Marshawn. Evans Daniels and if anybody is going through um, like a space where they just need to find alignment or need clarity on things or just is going through something and they just like I'm just ready to give up I'm over this read that book find it on audible um, find it on Amazon wherever and yeah, get that and take notes as you read it because it's a very, very good book. Okay, I appreciate that. I'm gonna check that out tonight, actually. I love me a nice audio book. I love me a nice motivational book. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so very much. It's definitely been a pleasure hosting you. We were, again, so glad to have you here. Looking forward to everything that we create, including our writer's retreat, honey. Um, you know that you are going to be a longtime author, bestie, and friend. So, um Y'all make sure y'all stay connected with author Sierra Dean as well as myself. Y'all know I just switched from the author queen over to the broke black author on Instagram. Why? Well, it's just a play on words. Y'all know I'm a lover of all things words and I'm really enjoying just scaling my business I mean a lot of people think that authors don't make money you know a lot of people have so much to say and I'm just you know out here just trying to prove that to be different as well as you know just trying to make reading cool again so um <laughs> we definitely thank you for stopping by with us Sierra um I truly 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 appreciate you did you have any closing remarks any closing questions at all for us tonight honey we like I said we definitely enjoyed you thank you I just appreciate um just being on your podcast being on your show thanks for giving me this opportunity and um, to all the listeners, I hope that you were able to get just some clarity on things that's going on in your life and just able to push through whatever is going on. Or maybe you are on the fence of writing a book or publishing a book and now it's time like go time. Or maybe you already got a book, but now you're like, okay, I got this book. What should I do with it? We are just here to let you know that books are the pathway to you 
finding who you are. Because once you get that out there, you'll be able to just be liberated and free and and you can just do anything. Like anything is possible when you are an author. Absolutely. Absolutely. I so agree. And you definitely heard it here first. Once again, this is your girl, Latifah Bryant, the CEO of Building Books. I definitely enjoy helping African-Americans close the gap between where they are and where they want to be as writers. Um, Sierra, once again, thank you so very much for your time. Thank you for helping me make reading cool again. And y'all just make sure y'all stay connected with us. Thank you again. Thank you.